everybody you're listening to journey call life my name is yash and i'll be talking with people to explore more about their experiences their processes and the lessons learned in their journey call life hi everybody i have my dear friend dan gaw who's a brit and uh, we met on our mba program apart from all the indian students he's one of the four other origin students and uh, you know indians and brits don't have a good relationship but we are here <laughs> to just show a different side of it and uh, today's topic is going to be surviving our mba program i am from university at buffalo and uh, dan was also in the same university and we did our mba program over here and it was a tough ride i would say and uh, surviving it required different skill set so hi dan welcome to the podcast thank you thank you for having me on so dan to start off just give every bit brief background of who dan is okay so like yash said i was uh, one of the international students in the program I think there was about 20 of us all together. There was a, for our year, it was a decent cohort, to be fair. Um, originally, before coming to school, um, I'd worked for a few years in an operations background in the UK, uh, in a transport company. I'd kind of, I've also worked in retail and hospitality and kind of, I had quite, I guess, quite a varied background. Um, I did my undergrad in uh, Liverpool in the UK. I did that in business management. It was quite a I guess in a holistic degree and kind of I never really truly I guess specialized in even during it which is what kind of brought me to do an MBA I knew I wanted to kind of go into marketing and kind of also sort of data data analysis itself and I thought looking into an MBA I was looking into something that would kind of adhere against that which kind of brought me here to to the university at Buffalo um I guess I kind of I compared quite a few different um, MBAs and few different schools and um one of the caveats for uh, the university of buffalo mba was specifically as yash can very much test to a guy called frank kristofiak and kind of his teaching and his kind of classes and like i said before i wanted to go into data and analytics and kind of assessing that sort of spectrum and his classes and speaking to past students really sold me um i guess <laughs> Me and Yash, how do I word this? Uh, I guess we're two of, it's a relatively young cohort as well. And me and Yash, I guess we're one of the oldest students in there. I guess. Uh, we'd have been some you of the older ones. You can put one. it that way. You can put it that way. We were the oldest students. I still don't like to think of myself as being, <laughs> being old. <laughs> we were, I guess, some of the older ones in there. And obviously that in itself brings some challenges, I guess. I don't know how you found that, but. certainly for myself coming back to education it was a bit difficult oh yeah it was really difficult for me especially the first half of the first semester i had not studied for four years it's just difficult for me yeah we got through it in the end i guess <laughs> i guess to be fair to you i certainly had uh, some moments where i struggled though uh, I'll, i'll give up a, one example here um so like i said um one of the caveats of doing this mba for me was really doing a course called data modeling which is uh, taught by uh, frank kristofiak um i remember the first week we had that first assignment um my team a team called uh, collider health um in the mba you get put into your core teams and this was my team 
we were working <laughs> we were working on uh, one of the projects in uh, Capon, which is uh, the library over at the University of Buffalo. The first ass- first assignment I got given, we were sat there and about 10 minutes into our group being there, I had an absolute meltdown <laughs> um, to the point that I, I seriously considered uh, sort of <laughs> uh, dropping the subject immediately. I remember <laughs> two of my teams, Shelby and Spencer, trying to calm me down <laughs> and telling me, you'll be fine, you'll be fine, you'll get through this, but... The two, I mean, like the two years were great, but they were incredibly stressful, and there's probably many other moments like that going through it as well. I still remember we had this discussion early on, and we were like, "Our grades are not that great. Um, people, other people are doing like really great. Are we going to go into academic probation?" Uh, yeah. I was fortunate enough not to go, but <laughs> you were one of the lucky ones. So, how was that journey? How did you feel? It was very, it was stressful because I that first semester just didn't go well for me. Like I said to you before, I really struggled with the transition going back to school, um, and I kind of feel like I don't know how they test you in India, but compared to the UK, the American testing is very different. Whereas in the UK, you're sort of very much building up and accumulating to, say, a final report or a final exam. In America, you're tested every week by sort of quizzes or participation and all that sort of stuff. And I think I really struggled with that initially. The first semester was a bit of a shit show. (laughs) And the drinking and the parties didn't help. If you add all that together, it was yeah, it was, a, it was a bit of a disaster, really, to be fair. I remember being home at Christmas and um, having a letter off um, at the head of the business school just pop up in my email saying, you're on ap- academic probation and you've got, to, you've got to improve your grade or you'll be kicked out of the school. So that was like, oh, shit, <laughs> this is real now. Yeah, that first semester, we were going out far too much and drinking and all that sort of stuff. And I mean, you got through it all right, but <laughs> yeah, we, it was a bit of a disaster for me. It was not academic probation, but I still wouldn't call it all right. <laughs> oh, it, it wasn't as bad as me. <laughs> and that, that's a good thing for you. How was your experience with the team? Because we were not, say, so inclined academically, we had to use our resources asking them for help. I kind of think I'm quite a social person anyway. So uh, kind of from the outset, I'm I'm really good at talking to people and kind of getting maybe instant connections and that sort of stuff, I guess. So from the outset, I sort of built, I guess, connections with quite a few teams. And through that, working through the group projects, it was always a good asset to have that you could go to another like your team for example i could go yash what the fuck is going on here help <laughs> and i know you'd be a you would be someone invaluable who could kind of take us through the process and help it all for that i think our team itself was quite good um yeah you had josh yeah we had josh uh, for anyone who's listening it is just a genius <laughs> the most clever guy i think i've ever met but i kind of think like I remember like your team, I think it was Jordan, she created like a calendar for all of you lot. That we, we were never that structured. It was kind of with us, it was like a few days before, oh shit, we're going to have to do this assignment. <laughs> Someone do it. We got we got better in the second semester. We kind of divvied it up a bit. I remember me, Shelby and Malocha, we did the marketing assignment and the others all did finance. But 
from the start, <laughs> there wasn't a huge amount of structure and kind of everyone just kind of did their own thing. And like my team, I always say like, I love them and they're, they're really good mates of mine, but I don't know <laughs> like how good an actual team we were. Like your team was much more organized than, than ours, for example. Ooh, our team was organized just because of Jordan. <laughs> I want to make it clear because she got a calendar. The second semester when I had few classes when she was not around and she also started enjoying with us. I would say we started rubbing off a bad influence on her. <laughs> yeah, and then with me, it was, uh, you probably know I'm not like the most organized of people. So that that first year it was pretty much I'd be... I kind of just ring Spencer like once or twice a week going, what do I have to do? <laughs> what do I have to do? And to be fair to the guy, he never used to get pissed off at me. He'd just tell me what I had to do that week. Uh, I have I, never I, seen Spencer get pissed off. <laughs> no. And he probably came pretty close. I'd imagine he came close to me constantly asking, Spence, what do I have to do today? And all that sort of stuff. I think Shelby kind of overtook that role in the second year and she became my personal calendar then. <laughs> But yeah, we we were just a really good team, like socially and all that sort of stuff. But I I wouldn't say we were ever the most organised. Describe your fondest memories from each semester. First semester, um, I think it's what we did as a team. Like like I said, we were really social. I used to enjoy like once or twice a week as a team. We we tend to go out uh, to a bar and grab some beers and that sort of stuff. And some teams did that, some didn't. But we were quite good for that. And I think. We really became a strong bond in that sense. We'd hang out together, like outside school, and we just became a really strong team that first semester. And I think that really helped me in my MBA program, I guess. Like, I know your yeah, team. Drinking your... Helps. <laughs> yeah, Our team sure. drank on campus because we, <laughs> yeah. we were just too efficient enough, so we didn't want to go out to a bar and hang out and drink so we we just brought alcohol and drank on campus and worked as a team (laughs) i don't i don't think we ever drank on campus but uh, i could be wrong i know we had like drinks before major presentations which is always a great thing to do really oh yeah before board of directors we went in at 9 30 if i'm not wrong (laughs) And we had shots before that. To survive this, <laughs> we need shots. The shots did hit because it's like 9.30 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I like To be fair, like, yeah, your team, my team, and obviously a few others, but there were certain teams that obviously were pretty close. I don't think of the second semester. What was our highlight there? Um, soiree festival thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, soiree. I think that was really good. You you got shit drunk. Okay, just to give everybody a disclaimer, Dan loves his beers and he loves <laughs> his alcohol. Um, As a caveat, I'm, I'm just the UK. averaging it. Like he would easily have, this is an average, a week he would have a 12 pack. Easy. I think the rest, like uh, the rest of my team, were alcoholics as well, which, which didn't know really help anything. <laughs> we had a, a lot of bonding happened over alcohol. Just underage kids don't drink alcohol, and alcohol is bad for your health. A disclaimer. But we had a lot of bonding over alcohol. Oh, when was that random night? Um, we weren't going to go out, but then we went to the steer, and then we got a remember Austin's mate. Wasn't it you, me, Jake? 
and went to Austin's mate's house. Oh, oh might... yeah. One Nick of us Steer has really always been crazy, dude, because we went to Austin's mate. One time we crashed into the pharmacy party, if you don't remember. Oh, is that the one? Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, we did. With unlimited drinks. <laughs> yeah, and for like 25 bucks or something. Yeah, yeah you can't go wrong with that. <laughs> and we were not even invited. It was like a school of pharmacy party. Puff Puff got us up there, didn't he? Yeah, Puff Puff got us up there. <laughs> but yeah, the night, let's talk about the night where we went to Austin's mate's house. I can't remember, was it me or one of us was really fucked up that night? I know, I don't think it was. Was it Jake? It was Jake. Oh, sh- yeah. did we send him home early? Not we, me. <laughs> you do. You were you were equally fucked up, but you were in a situation where you could walk <laughs> and he couldn't. Like, I would say you both were just one beer away. The thing that I love about Jake is, what's he called it? An Irish goodbye. He's good at that. If he if he knows he's at that level where he's so fucked up, he'll just, he's gone like that. He explained about him and his, like, responsibility and where he knows what he needs to do and what he doesn't. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I am kind of, or I'm bad at it because I feel I'm going to miss out. And then he explained how he reached to that. Uh, Guys, yeah. just go check out Jake's podcast. Great guy. Great guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. So now just talking about academics we were not that great we kind of survived i think you were you were a lot cleverer than i was like i i think i struggled massively with i still think you're quite a clever student i i wouldn't say i was clever i just did certain things in my past and i knew how to get it done yeah like stuff like frank's classes i think you were really good at to be fair to you that was something which I did for a living, so. <laughs> but then there are like classes which I didn't understand anything, like accounting, my grades were bad. Oh, yeah, I, mine was my, fucking disaster. Economics, man. my grades were bad. Oh, my, I thought they would be bad, and I had a meltdown in that exam. Cause it... <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not, my grades are not even worth telling. <laughs> hey, trust me, they're better than mine, man. So let's talk about Chuck. What oh, do you think I about love Chuck? Chuck? I love Chuck. Oh, he's the nicest guy I think I've ever met, Chuck. is. I love him. I mean, he, he, he's slightly dis, disorganised, but he is my favourite, oh, one of my favourite professors I think I've ever had. To Just to give everybody a background, uh, Chuck is a marketing professor. He goes by Chuck, but his name is Charles Lindsay. And he's a guy who's on campus... 24-7. <laughs> he sleeps in his office <laughs> and he has a cup of coffee always on always, him. Always, yeah. I have never seen him drink it, but he always has coffee on him. <laughs> oh, I was going to say that me and you used to work on campus as well, so we'd see him all the time as well. Maybe slightly more, like I was in his executive MBA office, so I saw him most days, I guess, but... I, I just think he's one of the nicest guys I think I've had the pleasure of meeting. Yeah, I have not met met anybody so genuine and down to it. Uh, the only thing which I wouldn't say it's a negative trait, but uh, I disliked is that he was so unorganized. 
Yeah, that kind of that used to be slightly frustrating. Like it was, <laughs> it was slightly better for me because I I'd see him in my office and I'd have texts <laughs> off like you or Mohit saying it's chucking and it's chucking and then I'd I'd say yes and then straight away in about five minutes Mohit would be standing outside the door. <laughs> I still remember we had this. Uh, I don't know if I it was with Dirt uh, when he was trying to get the whole analytics marketing analytics group going on. Uh, we had this that we need a chuck locator so like on group me just if somebody spots chuck just like <laughs> with the time stamp saw chuck here 10 minutes ago 15 minutes ago I think if you come into the program though he's going to be one of the more memorable people you meet like I still think in the future I put him down as a reference and I think I had a great connection with him he's he can be slightly unorganized now and again I guess just talking about unorganized we were also super unorganized but we kind of survived well you had Jordan and then I kind of had you had you or like Spencer <laughs> or Shelby we don't we both had like our different oh well I, we had similar social circles but slightly different people as well we know who to connect to and all that sort of stuff that would kind of be useful in terms of any work we had to do, I guess. I think we had like two separate social circles, but with both of us at the center intersecting. So <laughs> uh, I would get information from a group of them. You would get uh, information from the other group and then we would tally <laughs> and then make sure that our answers are right. <laughs> yeah, it worked quite well for us, to be fair. It did. It got us through the program, and they they always say about networking in the program. I think me and you were pretty good at that, to be fair. The first bit of the semester up to Christmas was was good. I kind of I knew more what I was doing then, so I did marketing classes, and it allowed you to do all of that. And I kind of like I kind of I got off academic probation, so my grades kind of improved a little bit. Um, oh, that no, that's oh, you didn't do leader core, did you? Um, I was gonna say, oh, that was one of my favorite things, the rope course we did. Um. As part of leader core, I really enjoyed that actually, and I want to go back there again. Um, the second bit of the semester was a bit of a shit show, though, really, wasn't it? Because COVID hit halfway through the second bit of the semester, and then, then it all went online. And oh, I don't know. I guess Yash is you're kind of similar to me, but I can't work from home. Like I, <laughs> I'm really no, bad at it and i kind of like the social interaction of of alfiero meeting everyone grabbing a coffee probably annoying people after time <laughs> yeah and then it kind of went online and it was just i well, i just really didn't enjoy that at all did, uh, i don't know how did you find it when it went online the way my classes are structured i didn't have many classes so i just had to like work oh, from yeah. home uh for the crc so which was fine but I lost it staying in the house. Mohi didn't leave for like ages, did he? Oh no. We are more social animals and he's more indoors. Like, yeah. <laughs> he prefers to stay in his house even if he's entertaining. Um, <laughs> the reason, like, I like entertaining people and he likes staying at home. So the reason we had a lot of parties in the room and the couch which you know about uh, it was because he never liked to go out and I did want him to come out, but he didn't. So he's just like, okay, let's, we have a spare room. Let's party a little bit over there. Yeah. He's quite a, like a homebody and he, he enjoys it nice, to be fair. But I, I, again, he's... I needed to get out. 
same I, I, oh, I just get so bored if I'm sat in, in a house all the time like and especially during that quarantine oh, I started drinking wine at the start of that quarantine as well which was a disaster I've never been a wine drinker and I'd be playing so I'd be playing poker with my mates from home drinking wine but with the time difference it was about two o'clock in the afternoon over here <laughs> so I was pretty pissed by like four o'clock and it just ended up being a disaster I can imagine but you you like your alcohol so I think you should just stick to a beer <laughs> to be fair I think I'm, I'm becoming a wine connoisseur I, I quite like it actually and Spencer actually he's a bit he's big on his wine as well he I think he kind of got me into it a little bit as well he, he can take some responsibility for this <laughs> Which is nice. So you took a lot of marketing classes, and how was that when you didn't have your like team always around when everybody kind of separated? So I worked in the EMBA office on campus. Um, I got the gig last summer and I applied, and I ended up starting. I think it was like July time, maybe. But Oh, I remember speaking to you about this. It was just a really decent job. Like the the ladies in there, they were really sound, mm-hmm. really nice, and they were from the outset they were incredibly flexible with my workload, and mm-hmm. I could sort of build my hours around my classes. So that was never a massive issue. Um, so the marketing classes themselves, I um I did one. Oh, who was a professor? I didn't advertise and promotion with Arun. I think it was. Um, that class I slightly struggled with. He put a large emphasis on the tests, and I think Yash will tell you like I'm not a good test taker, and I really struggle with tests. And like, give me some sort of final report or anything like that. But I just can't get in the right mindset for exams or anything. So that was a struggle. But then straight after that, we went into a Chuck Lindsay consumer behavior, which was I like ah. I don't know. I just, I just love Chuck. So I really enjoyed that class. Um, who was I in the group with for that? So he assigned teams for us for that. And oh, I was with Mohit for that actually. So he was obviously really good. <laughs> I remember him getting so pissed off at me actually, because <laughs> I, I arranged a capered group meeting. I think it was for like, oh, was it like ten a.m. on a. On a, on, a, on a Sunday morning and he turned up today with the most angry look on his face just I'm not getting out of fucking bed for this again and he was absolutely fuming I don't think he's a morning per- well I'm not a morning person but I think he's worse than me in the morning yeah, he was not happy with me that day at all oh I just remember him just having this angry look on his face the second semester is usually snowing all the time yeah. How did you find the snow then? Because I'd obviously seen snow before, and like not Buffalo level, but you'd probably never seen it before, had you? Well, I have seen snow, but I'm just visiting places. Uh, for this podcast, Yash sent me a Snapchat like a week ago. So this is start of September where he, where he had snow in Colorado. Oh, yeah. It did snow in Colorado. It is mental. So I don't have a problem with the snow as such because I like the cold weather. Um, it's just the same actually when I spoke to him the other day. Yeah, it's okay. It's not that bad because I, you know, you just, and the good part is I'm a heavy guy. So when you wear a lot of jackets, <laughs> everybody becomes the same size. So the 
only thing I didn't like was walking around in the snow. And some days were good, but... So you need to get your Timberlands for, mate? It's not about the shoes. It's just... it. You know that sometimes the road is not clean properly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's icy, all slippery. Over <laughs> you oh, you yes. have your backpack on your back. So, like, even if you fall, you need to take care. You have your gloves, mask, and then... The worst part is, as soon as the bus stampede comes, you go in and it is like 30 degrees lower temperature. <laughs> so then you start sweating. Yeah. That, that's the only issue which I had. Otherwise, I didn't. Uh, Buffalo is a little bit extreme in snow. Because the day when I had my final exam, May 8th or 10th, we had snow. So. <laughs> oh, wow. It starts in October and it snows till April for sure. It does seem to go on and on and on. Yeah, so if it ends, it would be good. But other than that, I didn't have a problem at all. No, I came to a drive. The first year snow was worse. Like that one day, it was, I don't know, Fahrenheit, but wasn't it like minus 18 degrees Celsius? And that first year, they closed the school, didn't they? Polar vortex time and uh, they had a snow day. Uh, <laughs> I thought we'd have more snow days, to be fair, but we only had like two. We only missed two days because of the snow. I I have heard stories where if in places like Seattle or you know if it snows, if it just snows, they get like off snow day. It's like that in the UK, to be fair. Like the slightest hint of snow when the schools will close. We used to love it. (laughs) Then we would have technically we would have school for like. May and then June, July is usually off. August, most of it is off. So September and mm. half of October. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Again, describe Buffalo. What do you feel about Buffalo? Is it home? Uh, so, like, so, yes, uh, as you know, and I'm, I'm currently in New York City. Um, so I've got a job here, so I've moved away from Buffalo. But I know we were speaking the other day and I'd move back to Buffalo if, if an opportunity arose. I think it's a really nice city. It, like I compare it to when I was living in Liverpool, and they're kind of the smallish cities, but kind of people you know a lot of people. There's a lot of stuff to do. I think there's decent like bars and restaurants in Buffalo. They're obviously, they're fanatic about their sports team. I don't think I, I don't still don't think I'd ever get into American football, but. They're fanatic about it. I think it's a good place to be. Like, it's a good environment. They have the energy, so you can just go hang out with them during their sports team. I think it sucks without a car, though. Like, I didn't have a car, and I think that makes it worse. It's not a... There's not great public transportation in the city. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Something which I would have changed is just gotten a car. Yeah, I fucked up not getting that license. What what were the things which you thought that you will take back with you and keep it with you for your life from the whole MBA program? I mean, it's a cliche, but I guess the friends I've made. Like, I know we, we were, I was speaking to you the other day, like, I'd like to get a few people over maybe to visit me in New York or kind of, I'd like to maybe go back to Buffalo, see everyone, or travel around. 
like Jake, who you did your podcast with, he's in Chicago now. We spoke about going to see each other, but I think I just made a lot of great friends in the NBA, to be fair. And the people who, I mean, things are going well, I'll stay in contact with for the rest of my life, I'd imagine. I mean, it may, might be slightly difficult, difficult if like you end up in India and I end up in the UK, how we stay in contact, but I'd imagine we would. And I'd like, like in a few years or something, to have a, a reunion just to see how everyone's getting on and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I, I think that is a good idea. Like, just have a reunion in Buffalo. Yeah, I kind of miss like uh, I miss I kind of miss classes a little bit. Like, I missed that routine of going in, socializing with everyone, seeing each everyone in the class, to, and all that. It's just kind of, it's kind of weird not we had that for two years and not having that now. I do miss that at the moment. Yeah, uh, I. I wouldn't say miss going to classes, but I just miss like go, getting up and going to school and yeah. then either working there or just standing. The biggest socializing I've ever done is standing in the Tim Hortons. <laughs> same, same. Well, same until we found out we could get free coffee. That free coffee was a game changer. Which year would you miss like more? I know it's a tough question, but do you miss the first year more which you had your team or the second year where you partly worked but partly studied? The first year, definitely, like comfortably as well. I mean, our second year just, uh, it wasn't as great because it was cut short because of COVID. We never had a proper end, like an end party or anything. And That is something I miss because uh, we didn't have a proper farewell, I would say, a proper goodbye. I was speaking to Jake like a week ago, though, and it's something that I think, maybe in the future we should do or get a get-together of some sort of like. Yeah, now once everybody's working, we can arrange one. Yeah, we'll leave it to the old GMAs, you and uh, you, Jake, uh, Cassie and Kate to sort of like. <laughs> sure, we can do that. <laughs> yeah, that that is the thing which I miss. Like, we didn't have a proper goodbye goodbye. It was kind of, we were in school that one day and it was an abrupt, oh, by the way, school's closing on Friday and it'll probably, that's the end of your semester. Like, fuck, (laughs) this is real. Yeah, that is why, like, I felt a little bit happy when a group of MBAs came over to my place on a short Uh, notice uh, and we just, like, hung out outside. We started, like, 4 4 p.m. and then we just hung out till sunset. That was a good night, that was, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. That was, like, I feel happy that's a good memory which we picked up, but, uh, yeah. yeah, I missed, you know, the soiree where you dress up, you go. <laughs> I got, what did I, oh, most likely to be on campus at midnight. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's you. I think you're the new chocolate. <laughs> you just yeah. like socializing, you like your coffee. Yeah. You would have beer in your coffee, but that's a different thing. <laughs> oh, mate, you're making me out to be an alcoholic on this podcast. It's not a bad thing, which you are, and it is not a bad thing. You you need different substances to survive through phases <laughs> of life. Uh, this this stage is alcohol. I don't know what the next stage is, but <laughs> it's going to be something stronger. Uh, yeah, that's when it starts going truly downhill. <laughs> yeah, so, to, like, 
would you change anything if you got an opportunity to? Oh, I don't think what I would change. Um, uh, I'd like to... Uh, maybe, uh, maybe I should have done better in the first semester. Like, the stress of going on academic probation was quite a bit, to be fair. And, like, I guess that slightly changed me after that, kind of. I probably wasn't going out as much, and I mean, I probably become a better student because of it. But I'd have preferred maybe not the stress and not all of that. To be fair, again, like we said, I'd like to have a closure at the end, some sort of party to say bye to everyone and all that sort of stuff. I don't know what what would you have done? You know, I wouldn't have changed any part of it because it was a unique journey by itself. Mm. Um. And I did enjoy a lot of it. So by changing something, I don't know if I would have ended up having the same kind of experiences. Yeah. I Just the thing, like if I had a vehicle, it would have been a different situation. But that's a logistic. But I, li- I mean, I lived by Steve, Ga- Steve Gabriel and Jake, and they were always <laughs> pretty good for lifts. And you obviously had Steve and George. Jordan as Steve, well. Steve, Jordan, Jake. Jake, yeah. And a- anybody who used to. <laughs> and th- that's a good thing. Like, we had good friends who understood yeah. and then helped us out. Mm. Yeah. Spencer, I think, as well. He was a he was a glorified taxi for me as well, to be fair. So what is the learning, one learning, which uh, you will, like, Take it forward from your MBA program. Make time, like make time for socialising and that sort of stuff. Like I said, that first semester and after that, us as a team, we'd be quite good. We'd have drinks and a couple of times a week and stuff. I really think that kind of helps, like mellow you out a bit and kind of de-stresses you. I think you always need to make time for socialising. You can't always just be work, 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 work. There has to be some sort of caveat. And something that you can do to get out of that mindset. And for me, I think it was just definitely the socialising and maybe having like a beer once or twice a week or like going around to yours, for example, and chilling around there or something like that. Yeah, I think socialising was, or de-stressing was really important because the way the course was structured and we started working also, so it just kept adding and because the mess we were in organizing, we were stressed out most of the time. <laughs> I would say. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it added stressful. It added stressful, and it added good moments. But I suppose anyone that goes into a graduate level MBA courses knows that's an expectation. To be fair, how would you define your journey of the MBA program in like three words? Like stressful, obviously. I'm trying to word it away, but like progressive. I think. Me as a person, I've definitely progressed throughout the like out the journey. I've kind of like I've got this job now in New York, and kind of I've been I'm kind of hoping that now I'm at the next stage of my life. So maybe in that stage, stage a bit progressive, um, it's progressive, stressful, enjoyable. Like I really I enjoyed the journey. It had its stressful moments, but it had its fun fun moments, and it just it was a laugh and kind of the connections you make. You'll 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 keep in contact with them for the rest of your life, which is true. 
do you think that you needed this MBA program to kind of reach where you are? Where I was in my life back home, I think I was stagnating a bit. I was kind of working for the family business and it was never my long-term aim to stay there and kind of, I wanted that international experience, which I know you may have had in your old career, but I never really had. And kind of, that was one of the big caveats for coming here, studying MBA. Again, like the networking, the opportunities aligned with that. There's certain elements I think that I was good at and there's some stuff that I wasn't like, now I consider myself maybe better at stuff like data modeling and all that. And kind of one of the caveats of obviously me doing this degree was I'd, I'd like to work over here for a little bit. I know we've discussed this and I don't know if it'll be long term or short term, but I've now got this job in New York and kind of it's given me that international experience, which even if I go back to India, I know with your job at the moment, um, if I go back to India, if I go back to the UK and it was like your job and you go back to India, we've had that experience over here. And I think it will be beneficial for us in in our future careers. I I think more so you than me, maybe. Um, for me, I think it will in the sense that um, I'll, I'll have the MBA and I'll have that experience over here. But I know in, in the Indian students I talk to, they say like an American MBA is really highly regarded. So I think that added with like any work experience, the work experience you've got, I think it'll be really desirable for you if you did end up going back to India. In the long term, I do plan to go back home. But yeah, I also personally think that uh, from the student I was or from the, yeah, just comparing it to my undergrad, like I was a really bad student. Uh, like my grades were bad. I was least interested in anything at all like ex no extracurriculars i was just like you know there are certain students who just are invisible they go to school get by so i was yeah, that kind of student get by. And i kind of realized yeah. that i missed a lot of opportunities and that's when i over here i tried to be more active and participate in every possible opportunity which i got be involved a little yeah you you definitely involved yourself in a lot of things to be fair to you like obviously you were in the gma and different clubs and all that sort of stuff and maybe uh maybe me and you are more ready for the real world but again i think to be fair to you you're you've obviously got the experience and i think you're a good student a good student so any last word um, for anyone thinking about do it, I would, again, I'd highly recommend doing it. Um, ours was cut short with COVID and that, but up to that point, it was a great experience. I look forward to going in every day. It had its stressful moments, but overall, I met some great people, learned a lot, um, gave me lots of opportunities. Uh, like I'm now in New York City, so I can't really complain, but um my advice would be just go for it if you're thinking about it. Or reach out to me, me or Yash if you have any sort of questions and <laughs> we'll help you. Yeah, I completely echo your thought. Um, anybody who is thinking of pursuing and a master's program, especially an MBA, because we have done it, so we can advise you on that. But if you're on the fence, should I, should I not? I would say go for it, even if you're in the United States, I've seen a lot of students who worked and then came back and then 
they excelled or if even if you are like from another country because i am from india um jan is from britain it it does just help us evolve as a person so we definitely recommend you guys to take this and thank you for tuning into my podcast have a good day if you like this podcast please follow me on instagram do share this with your friends and family for this channel